0: to you in peace from him who is, who was, who's coming again in power and glory, our Lord and Savior Jesus. The text is the Old Testament lesson from Isaiah 61, words read a few moments ago. Please be seated. Every year during Advent, we make a kind of spiritual journey to Bethlehem. To celebrate the birth of Jesus, the Christ, the Son of the living God. And the rose-colored candle on our Advent wreath reminds us that we're getting closer. It's now only three weeks until Christmas. And once again, we, we hear the words of John the Baptizer calling us to repent. He's pointing us in the right direction. Repentance is the way that we need to go. And again, this Sunday, we hear the words of the prophet Isaiah. Have you noticed that every week during this Advent season, the Old Testament reading comes from Isaiah? In fact, today, Isaiah encourages us to go Christmas shopping. You'll likely never hear that in a Lutheran sermon ever again. But in these seven last shopping days until Christmas, we need to find ourselves a whole new wardrobe. Clothes that are custom tailored to fit each one of us absolutely perfectly. Today, the prophet assures us that with infinite grace, with infinite care, our Lord will dress us in garments of salvation. ...and a robe of righteousness. Can you even imagine what this must be like? Years ago, we were on a mission trip to Los Angeles. And we spent one afternoon canvassing on Rodeo Drive in Beverly Hills... ...among all the rich and famous. And those exclusive shops with their luxurious merchandise... ...and all kinds of expensive clothes... There were a lot of people like us who were just tourists. We could only window shop. We could gawk at what was going on around us because we couldn't possibly afford to buy anything there. But you know, it's awful easy to get caught up and lost in all the glitz and the glamour and to be overly impressed by the way that some of the people there dressed. In today's lesson, Isaiah was looking back to the very beginning, when clothes were just beginning. He remembered when Adam and Eve first fell into sin, and the first thing they did was make garments for themselves out of fig leaves. They needed to dress themselves. They needed to cover up what they had done, for now they were guilty Their eyes were open and they were ashamed of what they had done. For the first time, they realized that they were naked before God. Lost in all of their sinfulness, they hid in the bushes, thinking that God wouldn't see them, God wouldn't know when he came looking for them in the garden. Oh, we understand, because we've been there too. Naked and exposed before God. We have sinned and we've tried to cover up what we have done with all kinds of flimsy excuses. We try to dress ourselves up in in good works as though we're beautiful before other people. But Isaiah the prophet is the one who said that all of our good works are like polluted garments, they're filthy rags. They're stained with the blood of family and friends that we've mistreated and abused. We stink with sin and how miserably we failed every time we've tried to dress ourselves. We know that we are guilty and we should be ashamed of ourselves and we know that God sees and God knows and there's absolutely no way that we can hide from him. But remember also that the Lord didn't leave Adam and Eve hiding in their sin. He went looking for them and he called them out. And in the end he made garments of skin and clothed them. He covered them with his grace. So that now they no longer had to feel guilty or ashamed. They no longer had to hide from him. They no longer had to to dress themselves up. Because now he dressed them in garments so much better than the fig leaves that they had made for themselves. He forgave them. Let's go shopping during Advent. But don't settle for fig leaves or shabby chops or cheap materials. There really no bargain. Back on that same mission trip to Los Angeles, we spent another afternoon canvassing on Venice Beach. And you know, you can buy all kinds of junk on Venice Beach. We thought we were really getting a bargain. When we bought t-shirts, I think they were four for $15 back in those days. But they were no bargain at all. The first time we washed them the material just kind of crumbled like shriveled up old fig leaves we felt as though we were ripped off but but maybe we just got what we paid for earlier in his prophecy in chapter 3 isaiah warned his people about the junk that they were buying All kinds of luxurious items which they thought they could adorn themselves in. He describes bangles and headbands and crescent necklaces, earrings and bracelets and veils. Headdresses and ankle chains and sashes. Charms, signet rings and nose rings. Fine robes and capes and cloaks and linen garments and tiaras and shawls. They were looking for real deals, but they bought all kinds of junk. And in time, that junk became the gods that they worshipped. So Isaiah foretold that the Lord was about to strip it all away from them. Instead of perfume, he said, there'll be rottenness. Instead of a sash, a slave rope instead of fine clothing sackcloth instead of beauty shame they got what they paid for and it it wasn't pretty but then in today's lesson Isaiah lifted his eyes and looked to the future and he foresaw the Lord our God coming down once again on his mission to redeem his people Not to Beverly Hills among the rich and the famous, but to a little town of Bethlehem among the humble and lowly. The Son of God came down to earth, wrapped in swaddling clothes, and was laid in a manger. Jesus put on our flesh and with it he took upon himself all of our sin and all of the guilt and all of the shame. He came fit to be killed. and So he wore a crown of thorns. His hands and feet were pierced with nails. He put on himself a cross and he paid an exorbitant price. His precious blood for the sins of the world that wasn't pretty either when Jesus died for you. But that's the good news that Isaiah was proclaiming when he made it very personal and said, He has clothed me with the garments of salvation. He has covered me with a robe of righteousness. Make that personal. He has dressed you with what you couldn't possibly afford to buy for yourself. He covered you in his precious blood. Now all of your sins are forgiven. There's no more guilt and no more shame and no more fear and no more reason to hide from him. For with the prophet Isaiah you are decked out in a whole new wardrobe. Salvation and righteousness are your new clothes for Christmas. When our kids were little, like all parents, we enjoyed watching them open their Christmas gifts. You know, ribbons and papers and bows flew in all directions. And you could always tell what the kids thought of their gift by the way in which they reacted. They weren't overly impressed with new clothes, a sweater, a new pair of pajamas was a disappointment which was quickly tossed aside. They were looking for the toys. Well, as adults, we may think we're more mature, but we often find ourselves during these days before Christmas distracted by all the gets, glitz and glory and overly impressed by all of the toys of the season. But don't toss aside the new clothes for Christmas. Righteousness and salvation will never, ever disappoint you. Isaiah compared these garments of salvation to the clothes worn by a bride and groom on their wedding day. Every bride in her wedding dress, beautiful, radiant. Every young man dressed in a a new suit or even a rented tuxedo looks handsome and proud. Wedding clothes seem to fill everyone at the wedding with a, a sense of exuberance, a sense of expectation and hope and joy. And these garments of salvation do the same thing for us. They fill us with expectation, with hope, and with joy. And that's the mood of this third Sunday in Advent. It's all about joy. Don't toss that aside, put it on and wear it. There was one Christmas years ago, I got a new sweater. It was bright red, which happens to be my favorite color. It was monogrammed with my initials. You might say it was made just for me. And when you get a gift like that, of course, the first thing you do is put it on to see how it fits. And then you wear it. And I wore that sweater several times during that holiday season. And for years and years to come, it was my favorite Isaiah encourages us to do the same thing with these garments of salvation. In fact, he says, you've already put them on. St. Paul reminded us that all of you who were baptized into Christ Jesus have put on Christ. In holy baptism, you are already wearing Jesus and that fit is absolutely perfect for you. Now, wear these garments of salvation, this robe of righteousness out in the darkness of the world where they stand out like a brilliant red sweater. St. Paul also reminded the Romans and us of our need to repent. He said, Put aside. In other words, if you want to toss something away during this Advent season, put aside the deeds of darkness. And put on the armor of light. What does that look like? How do we wear that during these days before Christmas? Paul continued Let us behave decently, as in the daytime, not in orgies or drunkenness, not in sexual immorality or debauchery, not in dissension and jealousy. Rather, clothe yourself with the Lord Jesus Christ. So let's go shopping. Let's go shopping in Bethlehem. For here there are no cheap materials, no rottenness, no sackcloth, no shame, just joy. Such great joy. Go to the finest shop in all the world. And stand before the manger and for a few few moments just gaze upon a Savior wrapped in swaddling clothes just for you. Don't be in a rush. Take your time during these last seven shopping days before Christmas. For your God has an endless array of grace and forgiveness. Forgiveness. And peace and hope and joy all woven together and tailored just for you. Spend some time here in the church. You saw that long list of services that are coming up in the days ahead. It's here during worship in word and sacrament that those garments of salvation are freely given to you. The streets of Bethlehem are filled with truly beautiful people, dressed in the very finest. And you do belong there, not just gawking, not just window shopping, but celebrating. Celebrating Christmas with Isaiah and boldly proclaiming, I will greatly rejoice and in the Lord, my soul shall exalt in my God, for he has clothed me in garments of salvation. He's covered me in a robe of righteousness, in my Savior Jesus. Amen. And may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.